From shootout goals to near goalie fights, there were plenty of entertaining games throughout the 2022-2023 season. Which games top the list? We discuss today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the show. If you are an everydayer that listens each and every day of the week, we are glad to have you back. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by GameTime. You can download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off of your first purchase. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Alex McLeddy joins the show as we discuss the best games of 2022-2023. Plenty to pick from, and so we'll dive into what made several of these games as good as they were. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. As mentioned, it is time for another Micheletti Monday. Alex Micheletti is here, and uh, Alex, fresh off of seeing the Vegas Golden Knights punch their ticket to the Western Conference Final, waiting to see if it's either Dallas or Seattle that joins them. And so still some exciting playoff hockey, uh, but plenty of uh, games from the regular season from a wild perspective to take a look at here today uh, to try to put into a similar category, obviously not postseason games. So it's going to be a little lower on the ladder, but still plenty of uh, plenty of fun games to discuss today. Yeah, like like we've talked about all season, what a roller coaster it was for the Wild. Uh, they still uh, provided a lot of entertainment. <laughs> you know, not as many uh, you know uh, empty net uh, type situations, uh, but there you know there still was some thrilling overtime games. Hockey Day Minnesota always so uh, lots of uh, fun ones to to pick uh, from for sure. And I'm gonna do something bold here. We're going to go with what I think is probably the game on the top of my list. Cause there's a lot to break down from this one. It is the eight to five win against the St. Louis blues. I'm putting that in my top game of the season because you have just peak meltdown. Jordan Bennington, you have a near goalie fight. With Mark Andre Fleury, you have Bennington like chirping the Wild bench after giving up his fourth goal of the night. Oh, and the Wild scored eight goals in that one too. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. He had Braden Shen going nuts. Do you remember he was slamming his stick and he getting thrown out? There was just chaos all over the ice. You, you could tell too. It was just you know the goals that Bennington was letting in. You knew that he was ready to get a meltdown mold, and he just needed one little thing from the Wild to set him off. And you know it was Ryan Hartman. And so yeah, and, and the fact that it was a national TV game too that that added to it and. Yeah, you know, all the TNT boys were all <laughs> fired up. So yeah, it was it was crazy. I'll never forget, and I think it's because we saw because it just so happened that Mark Andre Fleury was mic'd up for that game. 
So we had a chance to see everything that went into, you know, Hartman getting right up in the, the mix of that scrum and just absolute chaos down on the other end of the ice. And Flurry sees it happen. And he says, as he famously said, after the game, he said, I saw they were kind of going after Hartman and that's my guy. So I got to, I got to go defend him. But the, I think the funniest part about it is that, like flurry was ready to go like he wasn't he wasn't playing around with it he was ready to drop the gloves and to uh to try to give bennington a piece of his mind yeah that would have been so epic <laughs> you know i think you would have probably taken Benning- bennington too so uh you know anytime you see a goalie fight you it's just it's just pure chaos because then i you know i think it would have it would have started a line brawl. I think everybody would have been involved. And so, you know, I can see from the ref's perspective why they didn't want to have that happen, but you know, they had lost complete control of that game. Uh, And so, yeah, it would have been just crazy to, you know, that would have been one for the, uh, to, you know, you go and look it up on YouTube years later. So, uh, but you know, still, still very entertaining. Um, I forgot that the wild actually trailed three to one in this game heading into the um, heading into the second period. And just there, there were just an assortment of power play goals in this game. The blues had two uh, from Jacob Vrana in the first period. Then you have the wild scoring five, five times in the second period, Klingberg, Sunquist, Shaw, Hartman and Goligoski and then Goligoski saluting the crowd after he scored his goal to make it six to four. Oh, and then there were a couple of goals after that as Ryan Reeves and then Ryan Hartman also scored to make it eight to four at that point. Like, and for it's pretty well known the struggles that the wild had scoring goals this, this season. And so to erupt for eight in that manner to just, flip the switch and score five goals in the second period was just crazy. Yeah. I mean, flurry, the, the start of that game was just horrendous for him. And so whatever, whatever Dean said in intermission worked and uh, you know, it was perfect for Bill Guerin too, because it was, you know, the additions he made to the team were scoring goals. Whoever thought Ryan Reeves was going to score in that game, Sunquist too. So Klingberg, I mean, in Goligoski getting a breakaway goal and then mocking the crowd with the Bennington, uh, that was just, absolutely unhinged i did not see that coming from the veteran so yeah that was that was pretty cool for sure yeah and so that tops the list and so let's just get the ones that kind of went crazy on both sides out of the way first and then we'll talk about some of the more tense tight games that uh, that came down to the wire uh the other one near the top of my list was the wild beating dallas six to five in a shootout Now, this one obviously stings because, and I remember it so vividly going into that game, because if I, if memory serves, it's the second night of a back-to-back. Yes. And the Wild had played, that was the shootout win over uh, Anaheim. Yes. That you just, you look at that game and you're like, holy cow, this, this is gross. Like this game should not be going to a shootout. How are we going to be able to even possibly, um, do anything with Dallas the next day and then the wild get just the 
just the greasiest goals against Jake Ottinger. Like that was the Kirill off of Ottinger's back. You had Jordan Greenway scoring a goal. It just was like, it was just the grimiest goals to, to get a five, one lead. And then all of a sudden in the blink of an eye, you look and Oh boy, four goals in the third period. Um, and two goals within a minute and you're sitting there and it's just, it it looks like you're going to lose that game in regulation. And the funny thing too was it was even five to one because Jewel Erickson X scored 30 seconds into the third period. So you have a five, one lead and it's just like, okay, you've got a four goal lead. Can we just hold it? No, <laughs> you know, you, you knew, you knew Robo, you knew uh, Jason Robinson and that crew was going to make a push and that their top line was, you know, just absolutely phenomenal. Rupe hints, what a, what a season he's had. And he's shown it in, in the postseason too. He's been one of the best players. Yeah. They, you know, and, and Joe Pavelski, all he does is score goals now too, uh, as since he came back from the, from the injury against the wild. But yeah, that was, that was nuts. Uh, you know, and the wild were, uh, you know, they dominated in, in shootouts this season. So that was another one where they uh, snuck, snuck out of, uh, you know, another victory, which was, which was crazy. And the thing about that one too, in that shootout is, you know, you, you're, you're looking for your goalie to stop most of them and to maybe just get one. That one came down to one stop. That game came down to one stop. And that was Rupe Hints, who was <laughs> not able to, uh, to bury one. Uh, as he missed the net, but Matt Zuccarello scored on uh, on Scott Wedgwood, Kirill Kaprizov scored, and then Freddie Goudreau scored to win it too. And that was the other thing. That was the other thing about that game too, is that Ottinger got pulled, and so you finished the game with Scott Wedgwood. And so does Ottinger, if he stays in the game, does he end up being able to pull that one out in the shootout? We'll never know. We'll never know, but you know, well, definitely a better chance than than Wedgwood for sure. Yeah, and it it was one of those I remember after the game being like, okay, so they won, but technicality. <laughs> we we got to talk. We got to talk about it. Like we we got to figure that out. Um, and I mean, it was just the classic like play. You, you're not playing to win. You're playing not to lose. They were just trying to survive. Yeah, it was it was crazy. You can't do that against Dallas. <laughs> no, no, they I, they I aren't mean, just gonna give up. You know, yeah. that's not a team that does that. So those those are probably the top two on my list. But there are tons of others as well. I mean, we've got the entire series against the Buffalo Sabers this year to discuss because those were two fantastic games as well. We continue to roll through the best games of 2022-2023 as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by a product I use every single day of the week. That is AG1 by Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like me. You want to be healthy and eat well, but it's always easier said than done. That's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 and a glass of water each day, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, 
probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It can be hard and expensive to keep track of multiple different supplements and vitamins, not to mention how hard it can be on your stomach. AG1 costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, your team every day. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, you will get a second episode come in later today as we start our player evals. Uh, we'll start with Kirill Kaprizov and work our way down the list through the entire roster here over the uh, probably about the next month leading right up to the uh, the start of the draft. So look for those starting up later today and we'll uh, we'll move them through the rest of the week as well. We continue today's episode looking at the best games of 2022-2023. Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeady. Alex, we've got a couple of series uh, that were really entertaining games uh, on both ends. Now, we're going to start with the Buffalo Sabres because that first game was a little bit of a mess. Um, a game in which the Wilds, if they could have just gotten some competent special teams i think is probably the um probably the apt way to put it uh they may have been able to win that game but uh a a great battle back and forth six to five overtime loss for the wild that was the uh rasmus dalin game um but you know the the wild battled entertaining game to uh to start that series for sure yeah that buffalo team (laughs) Uh, Tage Thompson, what a season for that kid. That, he yeah. is absolutely incredible. You know, six, six, seven on skates, six, eight. Yeah, you know, it's just an incredible, uh, you know, breakout season for him. You know, that's a team that's that's on the rise. And so uh, very entertaining games, uh, you know, first first Buffalo and, and you know, well-deserved, you know, points uh, earned for the Wild against, against that team, you know, for sure. And it was, I, I remember watching this one you you had the tage thompson power play goal and i even went so far as to say i don't know what you do about it that was a missile there was no way they were stopping that that was just his shot from his spot and you you can try to get in position to defend that shot all you want but there there's just something about a guy getting to his his office i mean the alex ovechkin Right. part of the uh, part of the rink and, and Thompson got to his spot and he uh, he ended up winning and th- there was a pretty clear discussion after that first Buffalo game of we can't play at that speed the wild cannot try to match wits with the Buffalo Sabres and so fast forward to hockey day Minnesota the final game in a full day of uh, of great competition around the state collegiate uh, games as well and then you have round two between the wild and the sabers 
a much different story here in this one as the wild end up winning three to two in a shootout. Um, again, with, with this game, it was much tighter. It was much more, um, much, much more of a tense game as, as the wild tried to really ratchet up the physicality and then another shootout won by Freddie Goudreau. Yeah, he, the shootout king. You know how many games did he win? You know, in the shootouts, it was just absolutely incredible. His hands are perfect. He's the you know the perfect guy for for a shootout. If you were trying to like create a you know create a player, he, he Freddie was meant uh, for for shootouts and and overtime was nuts too. It was just back and forth. You know, just a such a fun you know fun team to go against for sure. Uh, they. You know Dylan Cousins. So that's another name that uh, uh, had a career season. He's you know, and along with Darlene, they they just have so many so many players. Alex Tuck, obviously, as we know, and, and Casey Middlestad, Kyle Ocposo as the as the veteran. <laughs> so yeah, if they uh, if they can get goaltending, if Levi, you know, who came from from Northeastern, if he ends up being the real deal, you know, he was in college, but if he can do it at the pro level, watch out for Buffalo because all they needed was a goalie. And, you know, Craig Anderson, the 42 year old is, is finally done. He, uh, it's amazing that he, you know, lasted so long, but, uh, it's Levi's time now. Yeah. And I, the wild saw in this game, uh, Uko Pekka Lukanen. Yes. Another young guy. Uh, so they, they had quite the rotation of goalies. Um, they had Comrie too. I think they had like four, four goalies going. Yeah. They, uh, they let a lot of people. It was, it was an equal opportunity goalie rotation. Uh, they just let a lot of people get, get reps at the goalie position and this one as well. It came down to one shootout attempt in which, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury was able to make a save. He stopped Jack Quinn and, uh, that ended up being the, uh, the clincher, as the uh, the Wild pick up a uh, very exciting win against the Buffalo Sabers, so put that one on the list as well. Uh, maybe one of the more notable games of the season uh, because of what all went into it. We definitely need to talk about the win against the Carolina Hurricanes at home. The overtime winner scored by the guy celebrating his 1000th career game at the NHL level. Uh, what a crazy game that was against the, uh, the hurricanes and the wild were still trying to kind of figure it out at that point, early, relatively early in the season. Um, we're still trying to kind of claw their way out of the, uh, the mess that, uh, that was left at the start. The wild with that win improved to eight, eight and two, a two to one overtime win. And I don't know how you write it better to have Goligoski getting celebrated and then scoring the game winner. And then the picture of him, like just blasting into the wall, with his legs up <laughs> with his, with his tongue out celebrating yeah. just that. That one was one of the, I think crazier games too, because nobody gave the wild really a chance in that one. The hurricanes were one of the best teams, in the NHL all, right off the bat. Nobody really gave the wild a shot and they, they came out and they got it done. Yeah. They, you know, they had Brett Burns, you know, back, back in town. And so, yeah, they're just an incredible hockey team. And uh, the fact that Alex Goligoski was even on the ice in overtime was, was crazy moment. Um, and just a beautiful goal. And the, the interview with our, with our good friend, Kevin Gorg was just 
emotional. It was uh, yeah. one of the one of the best moments for sure. You know, he had all of his family there. You know, he's a former Golden Gopher uh, from Grand Rapids, and so to do it in uh, you know in front of your you know hometown uh, you know fans and, and friends and family was just just perfect for Goligoski. And he hadn't been playing. But, you know, he was getting scratched and you know for a guy for a veteran that's been in the league for for so long to get you know he wasn't hurt it was healthy scratch so that makes things even tougher and so it was you know a great moment for him to get in the lineup and then you know be on the ice for overtime and, and bury the the winner for sure um and i forget because he he had been scratched because they were trying to get addison into the lineup more and um I, oh yeah, that was, well, no, Addison play, that was, that must have been one of the games that they went 11-7. Yeah, yeah. I think it was because Addison played seven minutes um, (laughs) and you got all of the, uh, all the defensemen in. So yeah, that was, that was an 11-7 game because of a forward injury, I think was, uh, was the case. So um, yeah, it was Ryan Hartman that didn't play. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a, that was a great game as well. Um, a, a fun kind of fly off for the Goligoski 1000 games story, but there are so many more. <laughs> there are a lot of, uh, of games that were pretty exciting here this season. We've got another season series to discuss. Should probably discuss the, uh, the two games against the devils and we've got uh, a, Martin Jones sighting as well uh, against the uh, against the Minnesota Wild. So we'll discuss all that as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. There is nothing that is more stressful than trying to find tickets for a game the day of the event. But Game Time is here to try to help make that process a little easier. Game Time is a revolutionary app that makes it fast and easy to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They offer killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll see. One of the more elite portions of the GameTime app is the ability to see images from your seats before you purchase tickets. So head to the GameTime app today. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild, your team every day. Thank you once again for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Again, a reminder, you can listen in for player evals starting off this afternoon and running throughout the uh, next month or so. We'll try to do one per day, and then we will uh, mix in some other news as well as things happen between now and the draft. Uh, Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeddy. Let's talk about the two games against the Devils because we I, I remember looking at those games and thinking, I don't know how I don't know how this is going to go, but you have another shootout in one of the games, and then you have one of the signature highlights I think of the entire season. The the Devils come down on one end of the ice, nearly score, 
and Matt Boldy just happens to have the, the puck come directly to him. He beats the buzzer with nothing left in the tank, beats the buzzer, scores to win it in overtime with no time left on the clock. So you could say I go for Blues Wild as the game of the year just for the sheer entertainment factor. In terms of the play on the ice, very compelling case to be made with that overtime win against the Devils. Yeah, it's uh, you know just like the Sabers, it's another just extremely fun you know young talented team to watch. Uh, you know Jack Hughes, just just an incredible uh, hockey player, and you know they you know Dougie Hamilton. You know he always seems to play well against any team he's with against the Wild, and you know just. And the you know the goaltending uh, Vanacek was was very good um, you know throughout the regular season uh, for them and uh, <laughs> you know Lindy Ruff uh, you know they they wanted him fired and then then he comes back and you know they they had you know one of their best seasons in, in a long time and so you know just you know huge uh, huge you know, wins uh, you know against the against the Devils. Guess who won the shootout? Freddie. Right. Yeah, Freddie yeah. Another, yeah. although this one, this was, I remember this as being that over, uh, shootout win against the Devils. I remember that being one of the resume builders for Philip Gustafson, where you're like, he he did some really good things in this one, did not allow anybody to score in the shootout, um, just absolutely stonewalled the Devils in the third period and in overtime, uh, faced a ton of shots. Uh, down the stretch, didn't blink. And so this was both of them, in fact, because he, he got both starts against the Devils this year. Both of them were uh, pretty darn good. Yeah, he he started to lock, really lock in, you know, I think, you know, as he got into starter, starting goaltender shape and, uh, you know, because it was, <laughs> it was great. We, we were like, oh, did we make the, the, did Bill make the right decision in in trading Talbot uh, for this guy, especially against uh, you know Colorado to you know to start the season where he gave up just a ton of goals and the you know the team was zero three, but he you know he really turned it around and you know he saved the wild season for sure. He kept kept him afloat and you know there was multiple times throughout the season where it's like, uh, is this team even going to make the playoffs? And so yeah, that was definitely um, you know one of his. Um, signature uh, moments for sure another game on the list is one that the wild ended up losing but i i looked at it as kind of a benchmark game at the time that was uh the game against the toronto maple leafs in toronto it was a two to one overtime loss but it came down to a bad turnover that led to Toronto's game-winning goal. But beyond that, I I came away really impressed with how the Wild played on the road against a really tough Toronto team. And guess who? Philip Gustafson, again, just absolutely lights out. He stonewalled a very effective offense for the Maple Leafs. And again, it comes down to, it comes down to really one bad break. You maybe, if you can squeeze in one more goal, you probably don't even have to worry about it. But I'll put that one on the list, even though it ended in an L. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to shut down Austin Matthews. He's just, you know, a freak of nature. Well, at least in the regular season. (laughs) 
sorry, sorry, Toronto. <laughs> Postseason, you're you're like the Wild, uh, but uh, yeah, in in the regular season, uh, that Toronto team was just you know just a juggernaut. Uh, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, William Nylander. You know the list goes on and on. Nylander, just amazing, amazing goal. Um, you know just. <laughs> Yeah, they Gus uh, kept kept the wild in it, and you know at least uh, to get you know get you know a point uh, was was huge. I think we got two more. We should put the win against the Winnipeg Jets at home six to one. And you looked at that game. I recall looking at it and saying, you know, Connor Hellebuck might be back. He had a little bit of a down year a year ago, but then was really, really good this year. And he looked like he was back. And so the point of emphasis was you got to attack him right at the net. And the Wild ran him off the ice in that one. Felino scored twice. Boldy had a goal. Kaprizov had a power play goal. And it was a game against a Winnipeg team that coming into that game was 11-5-1. and So they're playing they started the year great and uh, the wild just they never ended up taking their foot off the gas and they they just turned this one into a laugher yeah it's pretty crazy right uh the wilds for some uh, some reason are in hellebuck's head they've they've played really well against him lately and you know he had a vesna you know type season he, he's a finalist um so you know to beat a goalie like that you know and and Hellebuck was letting, you know, re- big rebounds, uh, juicy rebounds for the Wild to, you know, to attack with. And so that was that was crazy. Uh, you know, the crowd was extremely fired up. And, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, they were uh, feeling pretty good with, with bonus, <laughs> uh, you know, at the time. And, so, um, you know, you have Blake Wheeler back home. And, yeah, they just uh, – it was a beatdown of the, of the Jets. The final game that we'll put on the list was a game in which Kirill Kaprizov did not play, but it didn't end up mattering because that was during the month of, uh, of March in which Matt Boldy went nuts. And this was a game in which the Kraken were, they at that point were pretty for real. We were not sure we weren't sure about the wilds. We were like, you know, it would be great to get, that signature win against a team that's in the postseason. And now that I say that, I've got another game that we'll discuss to finish. But the game in which Boldy had his second hat trick in three nights against the Kraken, and the Wild end up winning that game 5-1. to one. Flurry nearly records a shutout. And um, it, it was really just a, a great performance up and down the line um, for a team that, the, the Kraken did a lot right in that game. The Wild just ended up being the ones that uh, that scored the goals and came away with the win, and it, it all started and ended with Boldy. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, looking, you know, at these teams and what what they were the then and now and in the postseason and the success the, the Kraken are having. Yeah, they the Wild really, you know, um, they played great defensively. That, that Kraken team is so fast. Yeah, you know, and it's a it's a it's a team. They've mentioned it in the postseason too. You don't really know who their top line is or their fourth line because, right. yeah, I mean they 
look, they have a guy on their fourth line, Sprong, who, I mean, 20 plus goals on the fourth line. It's just, it's insane, you know? And, uh, you know, their goaltending it was kind of all over the place. You know, Martin Jones was in there. So um, <laughs> that, that definitely helped. Uh, but the Wild took advantage, you know, and, you know, that's what you have to do in this league. You know, <laughs> um, you know, there's, it's, you know, wins aren't uh, given out, you know, you have to earn it. And uh, it was, it was awesome to see Matt Boldy step up without Kaprizov. Um, you know, it might've been an issue when he came back, uh, but at the time, <laughs> uh, you know, they needed somebody to step up and he was the guy, guy to do it. And um, it, they weren't cheap goals either. They were snipes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and we're, we're both technically right, but I guess I, I must've been thinking of a different crack in game. Cause Grubauer actually started, Oh, Grubauer. yeah. but he got yanked cause he gave up four goals on right. 13 and then they put shots Jones and then Jones gave up a goal on seven. So the wild scored five goals on 20 shots, which is pretty, pretty high percentage. Uh, at least according to my math. Another contender for game of the year, final game that we'll get to here today. Um, the game that vaulted the Wild into first place in the Central Division, the 4-2 win against the Colorado Avalanche. Can't leave that one off because that was a game that had a ton of meaning. That was also a benchmark game for the Wild. They were more than up to the task, and they ended up just really jumping on uh, Gorgiev right off the bat and uh, ended up beating an Avs team that was fighting for first place at the time. Avs ended up taking that, but uh, it, it was a, a fun way to um, it was a fun way to really show like the peak of what this team could be in 2022-2023. Great goaltending, opportunistic goals, and really just a, a really fun uh, game against the Avs. Yeah, it was chaos throughout that game. You know, Gus was absolutely incredible. I think uh, that the Avs top line was um, like a minus nine. You know, that was, you know, they were just frustrating McKinnon. Rantanen was, you know, he, he was all over the ice and, and Gus was, was shutting him down. And then, you know, they had to, the Wild had to deal with the delay of game penalty by Spurgeon too oh, right yeah. at the end there. Remember that? That was just, <laughs> that was insane. You know, yeah, they just, you know, it was back and forth. The the Byram goal coming out of the penalty box, you know, just, yeah, it was crazy. Freddie, amazing play, you know, it just um, unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was so much fun. Sam Steele with a goal. Uh, yeah. The the spinorama to uh, to score on, on Gorgiev, and we're all like, he did what? How, how did he do it? So, yeah, that's that's definitely on the list, too. This is just the tip of the iceberg. If there are any games that we did not cover, uh, leave them in the comments uh, so that we make sure that we don't miss out on any of the uh, the best that the Wild had to offer in 2022-2023. You could talk about Game 3 against the Stars, too. Electric atmosphere at home. Uh, came out flying. Jewel Eriksson-Eck unfortunately got hurt, but the Wilds, uh, they, they really took care of business there in Game 3, so put that one on the list, too. But the rest of the series game one, two game one, game one, game three, but not games uh, two or four or five or six, <laughs> but that will do it for today's episode. 
Uh, so thank you once again for tuning in to today's show. If this is your first time listening, we welcome you to the show and hope that you'll join us for tomorrow's episode. Make sure to take the time to subscribe on YouTube and follow on your favorite podcast platforms. If you are an everydayer and listen to this show every single day of the week, thanks for tuning in again. And we will see you tomorrow with a new episode of Locked on Wild. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.